Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Everything Ema podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Joe Tillery. I hope you're having a fantastic day. And I'll say it here, it is absolutely pouring heaps of rain outside. So wherever you're at, I hope it is a brighter, beautiful, better day. But I tell you what, gloomy days are a-okay. They have to happen in life sometimes, and it's okay to be having one. Because either way, we're posted up, we're talking some Kansas State sports. Rain or shine, we are here. And good times are on the way. So that's where we're at for today. But guys, we got some great things to talk about. But before I do get into that, let me tell you this. Go ahead and consider leaving a five-star rating and review on the show. It helps us out immensely. It's another great way for you guys to show support of the show as well as helping us get to a spot where we can continue to affect you know, the spectrum of Kansas State and be a part of that community and voice different opinions and give our thoughts on things. So we appreciate each and every one of you that not only takes the time to listen, but also do end up sending a review our way. And you can get some cool swag your way as well, in part, basically by sending a screenshot of that review over to Pete Mundo. That's Pete M-U-N-D-O at heartlandcollegesports.com. Send it his way and you will get a koozie of your own to keep your beers cold, keep your Dr. Peppers cold, keep your, I was going to say Alka-Seltzer, but that's not a drink beverage option. But uh, I tell you what, get you a LaCroix, get you whatever you need to drink on this fine day and it'll keep it cold. But guys, let's talk some Kansas State sports, baby. It is game time, dude. I am so stoked. This is my favorite time of the year. I know that we're not entirely there yet, but think about this. Two weeks time, Las Vegas, Kansas State basketball tips off with USC, Bronny James. Technically, we don't know if he's going to play, but the aura of Bronny James is in the arena. LeBron will be there in person. I would guarantee it as long as he's not playing a game of his own. Bron's there. Everybody's there. And also, your boy will be there. Shout out. Quick little flex here. Shout out to my dad. He ended up getting some tickets for the game. So we're going to head out that way and watch the Wildcats take on the USC Trojans in Vegas. And it's going to be a heck of a day. But think about this. Coach Tango's out there, national television, TNT, with the Inside the NBA crew out there, it sounds like. At least you're going to get Kenny and Shaq and Ernie, I believe. I know that, or excuse me, not, not Shaq. Get Kenny and you'll get Charles Barkley and you get Ernie. Um, I don't know if you're going to get Shaq 100%. He doesn't do a ton of college hoop stuff, but I tell you what, he definitely has started some Shaq brand things at the women's basketball level, so I expect him to be out there because it's a doubleheader with uh, LSU women's basketball playing. And Angel Reese is one of his recent signees, I believe, so Shaq will probably be in attendance as well. The Inside the NBA crew, you get got a lot of great things happen, and it's a great opportunity to showcase what you can do as a team. If you go out there and you win that game as Kansas State, that's going to be a massive win for the program, 100%. For recruiting, for whatever you want to say. There was a great tweet that popped up on my feed this weekend. Shout out to my guy, Glenn Kinley. KSNT does sports with them. He does a great job on K-Nation. Glenn put out a tweet that said, now it's not confirmed or anything like that, but... If the ball bounces our way, there's a good chance that Kansas State as a program will play Arch Manning and then two days later play Bronny James. Basketball and football royalty in a span of two days, and that's Kansas State University. That program in Manhattan, Kansas, is elevating the brand. Think about that. Now, I know more than likely it's going to be a Malik Murphy siding in Austin. I don't know that we'll get Arch Manning, you know, but it will depend on how this game goes against BYU. BYU, I read, somehow... 3-1, and 4-1 and one against Texas in their lifetime, and I know they're going to enter the game at about 10, 12-point you know, underdogs in that game, maybe higher than that. It'll depend on the quarterback position, but if BYU goes out there and shows like Malik Murphy have any inconsistencies in his game or a setback, that's not going to be the quarterback they roll with for the future, if that's the case. Malik Murphy needs to go out there and at least play winning football, and I think he's very, I mean, he's very capable. He's a five-star dude. He's a heck of a player. He's a heck of an athlete. Like, he's going to be capable, but you're not going to see Quinn Ewers. There's just no chance. Unless something crazy happens 
and they, you know, put a whole new AC joint into the guy somehow. You know, someone donates their entire shoulder to Quinn Ewers. It's just not going to happen. You know, it's on his throwing shoulder. I don't expect him to be out there. I don't think their staff does either. But you look at the quarterback room, and it's Malik Murphy or it's Arch Manning, the prodigal son. Maybe not prodigal son. I probably shouldn't say that. But the kid that has been looked at since he's 14 years old on a football field saying this is the next Mount Rushmore quarterback, Arch Manning. And if you want to sweeten the pot a little bit, look across the ball. Look across the other side of the field. True freshman in his own right, Avery Johnson, who starts off his career with five touchdowns rushing against Texas Tech. A guy in the same quarterback class, same Elite 11, same this, that, this. Avery Johnson could step on the field to duel Arch Manning in what would be an incredible matchup for the class of 2023. The top quarterback in the class, and then I think the eighth or ninth quarterback in the class, I forget what exactly Avery was, but shoot, he looks like the best quarterback in the country in terms of true freshman right now. But dude, we are seeing some incredible things. Absolutely. Two days later, different sports. So Kansas State gets a win in football. That's what I'm predicting. We'll talk about it later. K-State is going to roll. I'm, gonna, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the confidence in the air. I feel the energy coming in. It's there. I can feel it coming in the air tonight, as the great Phil Collins said. Maybe not the great Phil Collins, depending on how you feel about him, but, but it was said by Phil Collins either way. So we're rolling with that. Two days later, Bronny James. Now, the elephant in the room is some heart condition stuff that he had earlier this summer. Had to be rushed to the hospital. They used the defibrillators, I believe, on the court, and it basically saved the kid's life. And they kind of noticed that, I don't know if it's a full Keontae Johnson type situation with the athlete's heart stuff, but they noticed there was some type of irregular stuff in Bronny's heart. I know Now, I'm not a doctor, and if you couldn't tell by that last one, I don't know what you're doing with your free time, but I am not a doctor by any means. Bronny hasn't been confirmed to play. I don't know if there's a, a ruling yet that's been made that's saying, okay, Bronny James will take the court. The only confirmation we have to go off of is LeBron right now tweeting, this was a couple weeks ago saying Bronny will play this season. Does that mean the home opener? I'm not sure. I don't know if it will, but I think the opportunity is going to be massive enough that that is a, a huge stage for Bronny. I mean, he is Bronny James, highest paid athlete in terms of NIL right now at the college level, so it makes sense, him and Shadur Sanders, both in that. And you know what? You think about it. If Kansas State goes out there and wins, you know, you've got Isaiah Elohim on the squad, you've got some of the best players in the country, you've got Bronny James, obviously, is a dog in his own right. You're going to have a tough task. If Jerome Tang can handle that on national television, on TNT with Ernie, Shaq, Kenny, and Charles Barkley talking about the team, Kansas State is going to continue to elevate that brand. And it all goes back to what we talked about last week where Coach Tang's talking about it and saying, you know what, we want to make Kansas State global. We're already national. We want to be global. And that ties into everything. I mean, think about the recruiting element. You've got Pat Gongba coming out to Manhattan, Kansas this weekend, and I did hear some rumors that he's making a cut-down list to his top three. It's likely to assume that's K-State, Duke, and Kentucky, I would bet. I could be wrong. Obviously, I think Duke and K-State are the two that are confirmed, but we'll see what the third option is. I know he's visited Michigan. He's visited UConn. He's visited Providence, I believe. So there's some stuff in the air still, but I would expect those three. Jerome Tang can win any recruiting battle in the country, and he continues to do that. You show this success on the court, like he talks about it, there was one thing at Media Days that caught my eye. There's a couple of things, but the main thing that caught my eye. So you think about what Tang's doing. I mean, he talks about the idea that you can be the recruit that joins them in the journey. I mean, you think about how they started. They started and had to build out an entire roster. You had to bring 11 different players in to join the team because you had two scholarship players and Marquise Noel and Ish Masood. Also, while I'm on the topic of Ish, prayers and hopes and dreams and everything going his way, sending some thoughts and some love his way because he did break his wrist the other day, should be out. Sounds like six to eight weeks. I think he'll be back, but it definitely is an adjustment. So hoping all is well with Ish going forward. But you think about it. You had to bring in 11 guys. Tang said they did 75 interviews. 
So you get whatever the math is. I'm not going to try to be a math guy. I think it's like 64 no's is what you get out of that. 11 yeses. And you have to pitch this dream. You have to sell the idea of what Kansas State can become. And I don't think that even in their thing, they're thinking about, okay, one year we could be the best team in the Big 12. We can do this. We can do this. Coach Tang is putting that roster together. He's putting the culture together that can do that. 100%. And he talks about how the guys, of the guys that said no, the 64 no's, he got a lot of text messages that said, Coach, I made a mistake. Congratulations. I I should have been with you guys. I made the wrong choice. I'm sorry. Last year was just an idea, just a dream, a possibility. You know, a floating thing out in the atmosphere that Coach Tang has to sell you on. This year, he can sell you on the success already in one year. You land a four-star player that's a top three player in Kansas State basketball history after one year of success. You're damn near to landing the second biggest recruit in K-State history, top recruit in K-State history. I mean, you get an absolute monster. Obviously, Mike Beasley is going to be your guy in that sense, but Pat Gongba joins the squad. Jerome Tang is selling the dream, plus success, plus culture, plus staff, plus anything in the country. That's what K-State can do, and that's going to continue to elevate. I am so excited to see where that goes. I mean, you think about it. You've got a Bronny James matchup. You potentially have an Arch Manning matchup. You see people saying, you know, why isn't it this school? Why isn't it this school? Kansas State has some of the most electric coaches in the country. Now, Chris Kleiman, he's going to go about his business. He's going to do the right thing. He's not the most flashy personality, but the dude loves his team more than anybody in the world. You know, Dana Holgerson talked about it this week and said, Kansas State football, that's the best coach team in the country. And it wasn't a, they might be, they could be, they sometimes are. They're the best coach team in the country. And that's a huge testament to Coach Kleiman, Coach Klein, Coach Klanderman, you know, Coach Riley. You get all these different guys in there that have really helped shape the culture. And you think about where this team could go. Football, where it could go. Basketball, where it could go. Where the future sets. And it is so exciting. It's why you bring in guys like Arthur Kaluma. Guys like Tyler Perry in the portal, even guys like Quez Glover, who come in and say, you know what? I want to go to Kansas State. I want to be a part of this ride. There's a chance that that ride gets a little bit better this weekend with Pat Gongba. And it's going to be on the fans. The fans need to absolutely bring it. Everybody's got to be ready. And I know they will. It's the bill. You should beat Houston. We cannot afford to lose that football game. That's a game you have to win for the future of K-State basketball. I know that doesn't sound right at first at face value, but... The way the fans need to be rocking, that stadium has to be. That has to be a win. has to be a big win. If you do what you do against TCU, you see Boone Morris flips his commitment. You see Kalen Barta flips his commitment. You see the impact that winning has. If you go out there, and I, I was talking to this with a buddy the other night, with Pat Gongba's recruitment, the fact that he's giving Kansas State the last visit means no matter where he's at in the process, Kansas State has a shot. Because you think about Duke, you think about Kentucky, Those guys are going to do everything in their power to not let you leave their town without committing. Everything in their power. Even if you go in vehemently denying the fact that you'd be committing that weekend, that's what they're there to do. So you show up, you get picked up from the airport in a Maserati, they switch cars at the facilities, drive a Lambo to dinner, and you're sitting on the middle of the basketball court in the arena eating a five-star, you know, four-course meal. That's what happens with these type of commitments. I mean, they get their guy in Cooper Flag. You think about that. Then they look for Gongba. They look for another kid, VJ. I forget his last name off the top of my head, but they have real conversations with these people. Pat Gongba is leaving an option open for Kansas State. Now, I still think K-State is the front runner in his mind, and maybe that's just positive, you know, maybe it's just blind faith, but it feels like that's the right spot. You know, the family aspect, the culture aspect, everything that Kansas State has, these Blue Bud schools don't have. They have a track record of success. They have NIL bags. They have this and that. They've got success at the national level. They've got different things. Kansas State 
has a culture that these stabs would pray to have for one season. I know that you get a guy like John Calipari or I forget what the guy's name is, Shires, you know, something at, at Duke. Obviously, it used to be Coach Cal, and that's a whole different conversation. But you see guys that are incredible basketball coaches but don't really do much for the university in terms of putting their best foot forward for everything else. Coach Tang, Coach Dreamdelling, all these different guys, every single football game, they're there at tailgates, they're walking around, they're hanging out with fans, they're enjoying the aspect. That is a real thing. You see people do that. You don't see Coach Bill Self walking around, you know, in Lawrence before going to the football game. You know, you might see him there up in the suites, you might see him somewhere, but it's not such a solidarity aspect at every university in the country. Kansas State has that. And you see that with guys that have come through. I talked about it earlier today. Uh, You just saw recently Cooper Beebe get announced as a finalist for the Campbell Trophy. And how they announced that is they had Dalton Reisner call him. Dalton Reisner, Campbell Trophy Award winner in his own right. You know, it's it's an award given to those that help their community, that academically do their thing, and they're also dogs on the football field. Dalton Reisner calls back wearing his K-State shirt and his Lavender Vikings hat because he just got signed with the Vikings and was killer the other night in football. If you missed the game, it was a great game. Dalton Reisner looked like an absolute steal. Dalton calls Coop and says, you know what? You've worked for this. You've earned this. And he talks for about a minute and compliments him. And Cooper Beebe's getting teary and he's crying. He's like, dude, this means the world's coming from you. This is a guy who Cooper Beebe looked up to when he was young and on the team. And then Cooper becomes the best lineman, the best offensive lineman in K-State history. Cooper Beebe is doing that. And you see it. They hang up the phone and Cooper Beebe's emotional. And then you just hear this big goofy laugh. Of somebody just, you know, kind of wailing in the background. And then you see Coach Kleiman being the one that does it. Jumps in the screen, hugging Cooper Beebe, and he's so excited for him. Like, that type of stuff you don't get all the time, man. People that love their players, weirdly, are running out of stock. Not just guys that care about their players, or guys that care about their program, but the dudes that care about the people just as much as they do as the players. That's where college sports has changed. And I'm not going to be the, you know, the old boomer guy saying, well, NIL's ruining everything. Uh, I'm not going to do none of that. But what I will say is that it's changed things. The aspect has changed. It's a little bit harder to sell people on the idea of, hey, come here to be a good basketball player. That's a harder thing to sell. NIL's part of the equation now, for better or worse. But when you have these stabs like Kansas State has in basketball, like Kansas State has in football, you almost have to take a little bit of a back step as a recruiter. You look around the country and you say, you know what? Klein's doing his thing. Klanderman's doing his thing. Kleiman's doing his thing. They are really, really good coaches who are all capable of being head coaches. I mean, obviously, Kleiman is the head coach, but multiple coaching staff people that absolutely adore their players, that love their guys, that root for their guys, rather than just coach their guys. You know, hey, we're going to get you to the next level. That's what we're here for. That's what you see at some of these big programs. Kansas State rallies around their players. And I'm not saying that this is the only school in the country. I know there's great examples of this here and there, but... It's different. It is a whole different aspect that you feel when you're walking around campus. It's in the air. It's in the sky. It's in the sidewalk. And it's crazy to see. This weekend, Kansas State has an opportunity to make that dream a reality even more. You bring in a recruiting class of a top 20 player in Patrick Ngongba, and then you bring in a four-star player, top 50 player in David Castillo, who very easily could be a top 25 player in his own right, five-star guy, but did have an injury this past season. Those guys come onto campus as freshmen, Those are two dudes that could go to the NBA immediately. For real. Those are Keontae George-type players. Obviously different spots, but like, there's a real aspect that Kansas State has and a real element of beating a team like Duke, Kentucky in recruiting. That's ridiculous to consider. I mean, that's a whole forefront different than where it was in the Bruce Weber era. 
And Bruce is a fine coach. I'm not going to go after the guy and say he's awful or anything like that, but recruiting was not a strong suit. How Bruce made his money is through internal development. You know, you get guys like Dean Wade is a great example. Two-star, three-star guy to St. John's, Kansas, and every year gets significantly better. You know, adds a star to his resume, I would say. And then he goes to be an NBA player. Barry Brown on the cusp. Xavier Sneed goes to the league. Bouncing between the G League and the NBA. You know, you have multiple guys on the team that compete. Cam Stokes goes plays professionally, internationally, and then still has that connection to Kansas State. But the difference is, is Coach Tang has the ability to do that, starting with four- and five-star guys. Because for as long as I can remember, Bruce Weber's M.O. was, it's not easy to recruit to Manhattan, Kansas. The airport's sometimes not working. It's a two-hour drive from Kansas City, and Lawrence is right down the road, so, you know, it's tough just to get people in here. Coach Tang has debunked that myth immediately. It's about the people and showing off Manhattan, Kansas for what it's worth. It's the best place in the world. And people know that. People are starting to learn that. And that's why you see the meetings with a coach prime. That's why you see the meetings with that. Because you understand how it, what it's going to take and what needs to happen at the top level to elevate Kansas State to the next powerhouse school. I mean, look at what Baylor did. Baylor went from just an awful excuse for a program. I mean, they had absolute horrible things going down with their players, with their staff, with their team. You know, there's scandals, there's people getting fired, there's people going to jail. There's a ton of different things happening. And then they hire Scott Drew, which is the best coaching hire they could have made possible. And Scott Drew, in time, turns that program into a national powerhouse. I mean, Baylor's constantly a top three seed in March Madness. They've won a national title recently. And part of that is the assistant coaching tree, too. You know, you look at it, you see a Grant McCaslin, you see a Jerome Tang, you see Wichita State's coach, there's a UCF coach as well. You see the proven track record of success that happens with that. And that's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. What Kansas State can do is they can do that. You can, you know, now you look at the assistant coaches for Coach Tang, you see a Dream Dowling. You see a Rodney Perry. You see the Austin Carpenters of the world. You see Marco Bournes of the world. There's so many great coaches that don't get the love. I mean, they do get the love they deserve by Coach Tang and the staff, but this staff is becoming the best team in America. I mean, everybody works together here. Every single player works for their coaches. Every single coach works for their players. It's a mutual thing where you love your guys and you teach them to go to the next level. Coach Tang, Coach Kleiman can both do that respectively. But this weekend's going to be a big one. It's not just a, you know, a prove it weekend. This is a real thing where it's like, hey, we have an opportunity to seriously put our name into the national title conversation in 2024, in 2025, in 2026. You have all these years ahead and we're just getting started. Coach Tang knows what he's doing. That old coaching staff knows what they're doing. Coach Kleiman knows what he's doing. I mean, the guy has elevated himself to a top 10 coach in the country. Coach Kleiman has really put himself in that conversation. You go back, you beat a Texas this year. Obviously, Quinn Ewers list Texas, still one thing. You go and you get a second Big 12 title game appearance. You go win that game. If you play Oklahoma, you win that game because K-State doesn't lose to Oklahoma. It's crazy to see that. That's what Kansas State can do. That's unbelievable to see the future of the program right now. And this weekend is big. But starting in the month of November, as things start to turn the page... It's going to continue to be just as hot. And I cannot wait to have you guys along for the ride on that journey. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Everything Emaw podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Once again, I'm your host, Joe Tillery. If you're listening and you're going to the game this weekend, be loud, be proud, and sing the praises of Kansas State. I know you all will either way, but I appreciate you listening, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Go Cats!